everything, Andy. Plenty going on right now in the Twilight Zone that we don't know anything about, and I think we ought to stay clear. It's Manson Mitchell on the weekend with Gary Manson's Suzanne Mitchell, a double shot of good conversation with great guests to power up your day. Manson Mitchell, you're on the air. Thank you, Eric Kramer. Hi, everybody. Happy Saturday to you, wherever you may be. I'm Gary Mance. I'm Suzanne Mitchell. Together, we are Mance and Mitchell in your ears for the hour. And we have some special guests here today. This is going to be a fun show, Suzanne. It is. Absolutely, definitely. But first... Let's say hello to the man who keeps us on an even keel with his technological prowess. Of course, I'm talking about Nathan Detroit. Just got to get that out there. Good morning and afternoon to you, Gary and Suzanne. And good afternoon and good morning to you, too. Tall guy, Nathan Miller. I tell you, Nathan, the Seattle Kraken are doing the faithful Proud. They are on their way to the playoffs, and I, it's amazing to me that their second year in existence, they're able to dramatically turn around, which was admittedly a lackluster inaugural season. Oh, for sure. I mean, these players really figured it out in the offseason. I mean, they had a lot of talent last year, but it's just, you know, everybody, they're really good, but they're not really good at playing with each other yet. So they were able to kind of figure those things out in the off season and now they really know each other's play styles and how to, you know, make the plays happen and man, they just they're really going. Oh, they can take great pride because I saw them in action in Tampa. We had a good friend of ours fly down for Thanksgiving weekend specifically to see the Seattle Kraken play much more cheaply than he could get a ticket in Seattle. Oh man. And including the plane fare. And we went and saw that game. And I remember after the game, which the uh, Tampa Bay Lightning won three to nothing, there I said, the problem with the Kraken at this point, as far as I can tell, is that they are punchless. They, they play hockey like a bunch of guys who got together and happened to have the use of the rink. <laughs> They're going to have to put some fire in the belly there. And wow, have they ever done that. By that, do you mean they don't turn the ice rink into a fighting ring? Well, like no, punchless. if you want that, you got to get the lightning like the other night playing Edmonton. There were so many fights going on. I was worried that a hockey game was going to break out. It was unbelievable. At one point at the start, I think it was at the start of the third period, you had two guys who'd been fighting earlier and they're looking at each other. Yeah, well, you want to go? Okay, yeah, fine. And as soon as the puck drops <laughs> to start the period, they start fighting again. <laughs> I've this seen that happen before. <laughs> it's like the game just starts and they're already fighting. That's those are people who hold grudges and they know where they can settle yep. them too. <laughs> they're not focusing on the puck. They're focusing on the other guy. <laughs> they don't focus on the puck. They focus on the schmuck. Yes. <laughs> so, but uh, kudos to the Kraken. I think that's wonderful. I think they could go far in the playoffs. Excellent. But today, you know, we're we're not icebound. We are dealing with beyond the bounds of normative reality, and yet there are certain people, and our honored guest of the hour, Mary Beckman, is one who is quite comfortable in that realm. She's demonstrated to, that to us, Suzanne, again and again. Yes, she has. Mary Beckman is a master galactic and celestial light coder. Medical, we're going to find out what that means, to medical intuitive, evidential and trans medium, and metaphysical teacher. 
Her prowess with healing and providing personal readings for people is well known throughout the spiritual community in the Puget Sound area and beyond. Mary's strong belief that everyone is intuitive and can easily learn to heal themselves and others is evidence throughout her work in the community and in her writings. She's available for private readings and interviews and enjoys living in the Northwest with her husband and four dogs in Tacoma, Washington. I don't think we've ever discussed the dogs before. And welcome once again. And she's also a guest host on Manson Mitchell frequently. She will take the the host chair if you and I happen to be away. So it's our turn to talk to and ask the questions to Mary Beckman. So happy to have you with you today, Mary. Nice to be with you guys. Thanks so much for having me. And here I am. Yes, four dogs, three chihuahuas and one pug. Three chihuahuas and a pug. Okay, now we've settled the whole dog issue. We also have an invited guest with us today, and that is a house guest that we have with us in Florida, and that is Judy Mitchell, my sister-in-law. She is sitting in today, and we are happy to have her here as well. So say hello, Judy. Hello, everybody. Happy to be here today. <laughs> it's great to have you with us, Judy. And as we move along in our conversation during this hour, there and perhaps a little uh, nudging from me, I, I hope that Judy will share one or two of her own experiences that would be of particular interest to a Mary Beckman because of the high strangeness involved. And by God, we need an explanation. So hopefully we're okay. going to get into that here in a little bit. Other than that, let me ask you, Mary, just in a sort of social way, 2023, the start of the year, how's it gone in your household? Because I've been having weird stuff going on and, and just picking up bugs here and there, and I'm a little raspy here. But it seems like, of course, this this year, there was a point in still in January here, as you know, where 2023 began under a sheaf of retrogrades going on that we had to clear out of the way. Well, I can sort of kind of explain some of that. I wrote a little paragraph about that this morning so that I didn't forget. There was a lot going on. I don't know if you guys noticed in December. Well, actually started in November. So in November, people were saying, you know what? No, I'm not into that. And they were sort of drawing a line about what they would accept and what they were going to do going forward. In December, there was still some of that. But once we got to more of the holidays, it began to get more peaceful. So landing on Christmas Eve, for example, or Christmas Day, a lot of peace came through. Then after that, nope. And the way I described it was what goes up must come down. And so we always we always equal out after that. You get the big high. Oh my gosh, I got presents. I got to see people. Uh-oh, I got to see people. And then how comes the crash, right? And then we had that big cancer moon, which just did us in. <laughs> really did. The emotions came up and we were supposed to be Heck to the wah. You've heard that heck to the yeah. We were supposed to be crying. We're supposed to be letting it go. We're supposed to be talking it out. If you resisted any of that, it would have got harder, 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 harder. So right this moment, the sun is in Aquarius. Yes, that's my sign. And so whenever anything goes in Aquarius, I just I just feel a lot better. Those uh, Sagittarius, that's um, not Sagittarius, Capricorn energy, that Saturn stuff. Oh, man. Mm -mm, that was difficult for me. It was like problem after problem when we were in um, 
Mercury retrograde. It was things blow, you know, uh, devices having a cow, people we lived with having a cow. And then pretty soon we were having a cow. And if we didn't work through that, it would have been really, really hard. Now, odd things going on, that's a different story. But right now, both the sun and the moon is in Aquarius. It's going to be a super moon. So if anybody can go outside and see that that super new moon, it's going to be big because it's the first time it's been that close to the earth in like hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years. And then we've been having those big solar blasts and the green comet, which I can't see because it's been overcast, chemtrails, all kinds of stuff around here, overcast city. So I haven't been able to see it yet. And now it's about who's got the power, who wants the power. So get your own personal power, everybody. Um, hearts and third eyes are opening on up, seeing what's unexplained. So maybe you're talking about seeing what's unexplained, Gary. You know, that's partly it. Gary and I have had a conversation, Judy and I have had a conversation, and we've all been conversing about high strangeness things in our lives, not just currently, but really over the years, things that we may have forgotten about. And that's one of the things that we wanted to um, address later with, uh, with Judy here. But one of the things I wanted to go over with you is we have your um, book called The Art of Your Energy, Galactic and Celestial Light Codes for Healing and Empowerment. And it seems to me as though this is uh, an ongoing um, uh, track that you have been on where you are figuring out how to do things faster and better and and all of that. But I thought for our listeners who may not have uh, heard recently or any new listeners, if you could explain a little bit about the galactic and celestial light codes that you have been working with. Yes, it's really exciting. Although right now everything's exciting. I have seen some things I haven't been able to explain and my guides told me that months ago. They said, you're not going to be able to explain some stuff. Just sit with it. Don't get too stirred up. So if we have time, I'd like to tell you a story. You're not going to believe this, but I don't know if I will. So galactic and celestial light coding is just a light language. It's little drawn codes. So you guys have my first book. Um, I have all the codes done for my second part done for my third. However, the book still sits in a box, the second. And it's it's getting in there, getting in the, the pooter, but it's not done yet. So Holy Ones told me to flow those puppies out because people needed it. They really needed it. So I, I began to teach that second class art too. Um, so what it is, is people sing light language. They draw it. They speak it. I code it, meaning I put these little symbols in my own, in from my body to yours, basically. So I teach a classes, how to, how to get those symbols, how to give them to people. And it's fantastic what it can do. The early ones are clearing the collective, meaning you, you begin to feel heavy. Let's just say you have the misfortune to go to a big box store. You can walk out of there feeling terrible because you've collected up everybody's energy. And that's really happening right now. Unless you figure out how to clear energy off you, it just hangs there. Trust me. So these codes will release all that. They'll release uh Things like um, other people struggling with others, depression, anxiety. Uh, the other thing like, well, control. People think they have to have control. That's kind of a hard one. So the second book is all about things like um, judgment, um, some big clearing coming in to assist you in rising up into the higher energy. 
inflammation. And then if you go to book three, oh my goodness, those codes are just stellar. They have done stuff that you wouldn't believe that I can actually show on my own body the changes. So happily, they gave me a phatosis code, releases of the phatosis, actually release the chubby on your body. So first they gave me release the weight of others' expectations. And now they actually have, the, they give me the fat code. Yay. Because if you are a empath, you may have put on some weight. And when I was in Spain last year, um, there were pictures of me where you could see uh, deceased souls and hangers on. And I looked a solid 20, 30 pounds heavier. You could see that. I have pictures to prove that because you can see them in the higher dimensions just hanging on you. And so you look chubbier, you you bloat and inflame. So that's just one thing. Um, so I've discovered an awful lot in the last few months, and I would say in the last few weeks, even more. The other one I have is a pain code, physical pain release. So I can't wait to get that one done. I just have them drawn by myself. I haven't handed them over to the maestro yet to, for him, him to make a pretty. So that's what it is. And then the other thing that's come on is my ability to sing light language now. And that came on really quickly. And the type of light language I sang in the very beginning a couple of weeks ago is very odd. And I actually said to my guides, holy ones, one other weird thing. Seriously, now, I'm so weird. You gave me another weird thing. I don't sound like that beautiful angelic, you know, oh, that's a fairy. It's an angel. No, the one they gave me to start out with was Mongolian throat toning. Come on. So <laughs> I, I can do that now. And some and a lot of other stuff. But that, yeah, and that's a, but oh, I can't say that maybe, um, a posterior kicker. How about that, yeah. Nathan? Yeah, posterior kicker. You know, it's interesting when you when you talk about um, being empathic and taking on the other energies. When I'm, you know, just floating around, not paying attention, going in and out of, you know, different stores, going to the grocery store, going different places, I don't pay a lot of attention to it. But every once in a while, there will be kind of a heaviness if I'm in like a crowd of people. And somebody once said to me, you know, that's not your thoughts. That's not your energy. That's something you picked up. Mm-hmm. And and so, you know, it, it, if you can be aware of it, it's good to try and shake that off somehow. And, and for me, I like listening to music. There are certain pieces of music that really lift my spirits and really lift me up. And perhaps I'm shaking off some of that negative energy just by listening to it. Does that ring true for you, Mary? Absolutely. And I may or may not live with somebody who had a cow a couple of times during Mercury retrograde. And uh, when that happens with another extremely empathic person, you can feel pain. You can feel anxiety. You can feel heaviness. And luckily, he just clears himself now. He he He's the one who brought through the codes. So he has learned by living with me that that can't be in this environment. If I want to do some really good work with people, I got to keep my vibe up. So do I get stepped on? Heck yeah. Especially if you walk through, if there are souls around you, deceased people, or maybe, you know, entities or something, you can, you can learn to clear that. But yeah, music's the number one for me. You know, you're talking about deceased souls around you and- the the information that I've gotten is that we all have that around us. We just don't all see it or we're not all aware of it, Mm -hmm. but you know, we're not here alone. We are here with the people who are 
in the room with us. And we're also here with, you know, ancestors and people who love us from the other side that may just be checking in. It doesn't mean they live with us every single day, but we do have ancestors checking in to see how we're doing. And, and so it isn't as though, you know, we don't have that. Doesn't everybody have people around them all the time? Absolutely. So what you were speaking of a moment ago was feeling that heaviness. That's a different thing. So let's just say you go to the big box store and your light is all pretty like it is. There will be lost souls, trapped souls, people around trying to find their way. And they'll see you and you look like a pretty good dinner. And so they'll come over on you to be around your beautiful light. That doesn't feel positive. Ancestors guides our own people will feel great. They'll feel great. Unless we had troubles with them before and they're come back, they're coming back to say, I'm really sorry. Can you listen to me for a moment? Any of that may might make us feel slightly tweaky. So you kind of have to figure out who is it that wants to talk to you. And I'm not willing to talk to everybody. I'm not, because if they're not of my vibe or higher, if they're not if they're here for a nefarious reason, no, they're going to go out the door. Now, if it's a soul, that's a different thing. A beautiful soul that comes to hang, we just have to love them back to source. That's a whole different thing. So really, you're talking about a couple different things. But um, I, I've been slimed by some some not good stuff. <laughs> I've been slimed. I have, a, <laughs> I have a question. I'd love to get your take on this, Mary. I have been told by couple of mediums when the and we talked to so many on this show but in a couple of conversations i was informed that the way the and this is the phrase i'm using for it in the government of heaven if you will mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. a soul that has reached a certain level of progression of soul maturity can go down a level or however many levels if they choose to work with souls that have a lot farther to go in order to uplift themselves metaphysically, spiritually, and reach a place of spiritual advancement. But if you are on the lower rungs, you, you cannot go above. Like, you know, they stop you at the door. You don't know the secret handshake. Sorry, you're not getting in. You cannot do that, though those within can come down, particularly if they want to be of compassionate service to you as you seek to grow. Sort of, kind of. So everybody understands these things differently. And that's where people get in trouble because they say, you know, I understand this and this is the way it is. Really, none of us understand how things work much. So are you talking about a guide or are you talking about an ancestor or a deceased person who wishes to speak to you? Within the, on the other side, within the next dimension of life to which we go after we give up these bodies, there, there's only so far you can go and then stop. No, you're not ready to communicate at that level. You have work to do. And there are spirits, entities on the uh, higher rungs that can come down to help you out with that. They can be an advisor. They can give you that compassion there, but you can't go upstairs and meet Mr. Big there are, or, or join more elite company of the spiritually advanced because you're just not ready. Well, that's where it comes in with some assistance to understand how to do some of that. There's a whole lot of possibilities to work with oneself right now, 
oh my gosh, so much free stuff online. So what I tell people is get yourself a pendulum and make sure anybody you're working with has energy that is similar to yours or higher. Because I love to test famous people. It just kind of wakes me up. It gives me a little chuckle to test certain people. You can see them tank alicious. And there's some, there are, are people out there that are big time healers right now whose energy doesn't move from the suckage. So again, I hope that's okay. But uh, what the deal is, is you want to find somebody who you can see that is having a bad day. And then the next day they're having a great day. So somebody who's working on themselves, I've heard people say, I can't be a healer till I'm just great energy. That is actually not true. As long as you're working on yourself, great. So once you begin to work on yourself, can you draw to you some higher beings? Absolutely. And that's what you should do. So regularly, especially on my new list, I got this new fancy list I'm, I'm doing. And, and what you do is you sit down in the morning, you go through the list. And sometimes you just don't feel well in the morning. So far, I have I've added to this list. You can see how much is on there. It used to just be two little pieces of paper. There's everything that could be not feeling well. You go through that list and and you feel so much better. And then I code myself, and then I'm able to get up there to do my real work. And if you're not feeling well, everybody on social media, if you're not feeling well, you don't work. Yeah, don't work. Because if I'm having a lower day, I'm not going to put my energy with somebody. No way. No way. That's that's just not being smart about it. So can you climb up? Absolutely. And then you might be feeling, boy, I'm not really going anywhere. To, what's the deal? So I would sit and say, guides, are you guys ready to switch up to some different guides for me? So I can fly and you guys can get a rest. Come on. You guys must be tired. Really? So I've done that a bunch in the last 20 plus years. I've said, am I ready? And oh my gosh, this year I got a ton of new guides and it's only whatever day it is. <laughs> Mary, when you're talking about a, a list that you're looking at, are you talking about a personal check-in as to how you are every day? Is that what you're talking about? Absolutely. And on this moment, this is like the 15th iteration. I swear. Right. Um, so it's called integration and reunification list. And so it okay. starts out by saying the good morning scan. How does one armor higher self and aspects? You are the 12, you're just 12 of you, right? And then you go into essential checklist, mind and emotions, regular upgrade, land clearing, all kinds of stuff. It's going to be a lot more, but right now it's this. So I send okay. this out. I've sent it out to some of my close friends and they're saying, wow, that, you know, that really helps because if you get up in the morning, you don't feel good. You're squashed after going out and doing whatever the heck you do when you fall asleep, you might come back and you're not in your body. You're not hydrated. You're, and it just remind, it's just a reminder. So it, it, I want to understand this. You you are doing like a personal check-in every single morning when you get up to, to see where you are. Do I have that right? Yes. And if you work with people, you do it a bunch. Yes, of course. Because as we were just saying, when you're working with other people, then you have the possibility of taking on somebody else's energy, which is not your own. And right. so I would, I would uh, venture a guess that as a healer, you want to be in the very best place that you can be to heal someone else. And that starts by healing yourself, right? Absolutely. Because um, it's just kind of a fun little thing to do to go through like, you know, it's sad to say, but sometimes government, sometimes music, sometimes healers, you know, sometimes people in the family, people are near me. I go through to see how they're doing. And you can see some of these people that have not changed in years. 
So what you want to do is you want to make sure that you're with somebody that's working on themselves. Absolutely. Somebody, somebody who's working on themselves. Making the effort. Yeah. Making, making the yeah. effort because right now what, what has come up is some difficult energy. And if you're stuck behind a wall and you can't get through, or you have old thoughts that you haven't let go, or you're, you're behind some programs, which is a, a deal, or you've, you've made some vows in past life. You've got a lot of cords. You've got your, your aura is whatever, or you're overcome with something. It's time to do that all the time. I help myself all day, call in my guides over and over, clear myself over and over. You just have to. It's not like you can do it once a week, like in the old days. Back in the 80s, yeah, that might have worked to go to a sweat. Might have worked to uh, clear yourself here and there. Might have, you know, laid down to take a meditation. Mm-mm. It's constant. In my humble opinion, in my humble. Yeah. Very good. Very good. Let's go ahead and take our break. Okay. Uh, Mary Beckman is with us. She has remarkable insights and you can tell she works it all the time. She takes her spiritual path very seriously. It is essential to her being on this plane of existence. And we benefit from that. She has helped countless people. As a matter of fact, like uh, when we come back, I'd like to talk about the Hands of Light group because I think that does some great work for people who really need the assistance, the healing work. And maybe there's a way that you can join that group. I don't have all the particulars, so I'll ask Mary. Let's go ahead and take a couple of minutes. And when we come back, we will get into some stuff that I find intriguing and some people might find startling. But that awaits our return. We are Manson Mitchell, and you are tuned into the very epicenter of Alternative Talk in Seattle, AM 1150. Hi, everybody. This is Anson Williams from Happy Days, and I'm so excited to tell you about American Road. It is the best car travel magazine in the world. They have the most fantastic adventures detailed in each magazine with all your itinerary. We could just jump in the car with your family and have the most fabulous adventures you've ever had in your life. Please get a copy of American Road and start your own adventure. Staying connected with Gary Mance and Suzanne Mitchell is easy. Just go to manceandmitchell.com for the latest info on topics and guests. Friend Gary Mance and Suzanne Mitchell on their Facebook pages and like the Mance and Mitchell show page at facebook.com slash Mitchell. If you're on Twitter, share a follow with Gary and Suzanne at Mance Mitchell. Join Gary and Suzanne Friday and Saturday mornings at 10 a.m. for an unusual show that covers everything from personal growth to the paranormal. Here's an amazing act. Here's a tremendous act. Here's a startling act. The amazing, the thrilling, the greatest, spectacular, incredible, exciting, wonderful, world fame, most unusual novelty act. The home of the A-Team of Alternative Talk is ManceAndMitchell.com. Heard right here on Alternative Talk 1150 AM or streaming live from your computer anywhere. Terry Loving wants to help you with your online marketing challenges right now. She has several courses she is giving away to help you get your business working for you online. Yes, giving away. WordPress websites are her specialty, yet her technical skills go way beyond that. Check out her blog at terryloving.com or email her directly at terry at terryloving.com. 
That's Terry at TerryLoving.com. I'm Gary Mance. I'm Suzanne Mitchell. We're a couple of baby boomers who bring you a talk radio mix of metaphysics and music, politics, and pop culture. And you never know which celebrity will join us for an interesting conversation. Mance and Mitchell is Boomer HQ, Friday and Saturday mornings at 10 on 1150 AM KKNW. Your home for alternative talk in Seattle and Western Washington. Giving local voices a chance to shine. Alternative Talk 1150. Welcome back to Manson Mitchell and our guest this hour, Mary Beckman of the Seattle area. Mary, you have so many interesting things going on. I'd like you to let our listeners know how they can contact you and what you have going on that they can also participate in. Oh my gosh, that's awesome. If you want to find me, it's Mary, M-A-R-I, Beckman, B-E-C-K-M-A-N, Dot com. Is it marybeckman.com? Yes, it is. <laughs> okay. I tell you, the thing is, it's going from multi-D to down to 3D. It's hard for the old brain to catch up. So my <laughs> most exciting thing right now is I'm doing these, I call them give backs because in December, I was supposed to be given back. That was my goal. I was going to take December. I was going to do a bunch of lives. I was to get on metaphysical meltdown, talk to people, send them some love, do all kinds of stuff just for, there's so many holidays in December. I wanted to do that. Then I got that condition called, um, hell's bells palsy or jingle bells palsy and i couldn't do anything but lay there and and, but and i kept saying that is so interesting to have your face completely change and i kept standing in front of the mirror going wow i bet i got a code for that turns out i did but um it was very interesting but they don't tell you if you go to the muggle they don't tell you how much it hurts (laughs) no they don't mention that they just give you a pill so i came home with the pill i asked the chief the chief says yes man's medicine sometimes has its you know, it's joys. So I went ahead and took the man's medicine, but boy, I coded myself and I sat in my little indigenous group and made it happen. Uh, cleared that after about mm, five weeks, probably could have cleared it quicker if I would have stopped taking CBD. CBD tightens my face up. This is just me. I don't know. It might not work for you guys, but I used to take it. And I don't anymore. And I could have got over it a little bit quicker, but I forgot that part. So uh, I thought I was going to be given back in December and then it came to January and the Holy Ones told me, do these classes and you're going to call them psychic development. And you're not going to say anything else and you're going to see who picks up on it. Well, it's not psychic development. It kind of is. But what it does is it busts through your uh, di- difficulties with getting to mediumship, with getting to be um, all the clairs, right? Come on in because people have different blocks about that. It could be, you know, I was medium back in the day. I got stoned for it, whatever. You know, I got in trouble. Family didn't like it. Could be anything. So tomorrow, so we're just keeping going. So we've already had two. We have two more this this month. And then it might be, I don't know. I'm not going to tell you the secret about, there is a secret. But anyway, they're $11.11. Now, why is that? It's because in the last few times, I've had to sit down for quite a a while to bring those in. And that's when the toning came in. So this was for me to 
jack my uh my abilities i didn't know that of course they never tell you spirit doesn't tell you everything because if they did you might have a cow and you don't want to have a cow so any anyway i so what i've been telling people once they took the class i'm saying thank you for taking the class everybody because you know it's about coding and you know it's about toning and you know it's about all this other stuff and you are going to feel a lot different and people are saying holy cow it was really awesome so they really loved it so if anybody out there is interested in in paying uh, 1111 for that i would be so happy for you guys to come and we'll have a couple more and then we're going to make a decision as to how that goes going forward so um i play around in my small group and that's how i test codes i used to test codes in um the the group called hands of light uh, i don't do that anymore and in fact i step back as being um the person that runs hands of light i i gave that up and somebody else took over as another uh what do you call that a, a moderator to make sure everybody's not talking about anything political or forcing their views or asking for money or you know something they're not supposed to do so we have four of those people and we have i think over 1200 people maybe more 1300 people now and so wow. come on into hands of light anybody out there hands of light on Facebook. And it's an awesome little group. And what we do is we allow people to come on in and, and say, hey, my leg hurts, my heart hurts, somebody's ill. Now, if you're asking for somebody else, you have to have their permission because we don't do that if you don't. If you want uh, energy work, they have to say yes. But prayers all day. So we're a really fun little group that um, just goes on. It doesn't never never has needed me, but I still play in it. I'm just not doing any testing in it. So testing in the small group is much better because those guys say, yeah, that code does chapter and verse. Because I was putting that out in Hands of Light and they'd be like, yeah, thank you. That was it. So I wasn't getting what I needed. So I had to step back because I couldn't, I couldn't. So if you could imagine working on 1300 people every day. Uh, so no. I would, <clears throat> I would send out coding every day for a ton of people. And that just flattened me. It yeah. flattened me. Yeah. So spirit said, not one more day are you going to do that. <laughs> and so I pulled myself out and uh, and I don't do it anymore. A little bit. I, I worked on some dogs in December. You know, pets, they're all they're all about it. You know, I love working on pets. If, so that's my story is sticking to it. Okay. And if this and if any part of this calls to you and you say, Oh, that sounds interesting to get involved with these healing light codes, you want to go to marybeckman.com and that's Mary with an I, marybeckman.com. Thank you for sharing that, Mary. Gary. I want to get into the story. I want those weird high strangeness stories. There's All something right. to be gained by this, something to be learned, I believe. Well, I, I introduced my uh, uh, invited guest today, which is Judy Mitchell. And Judy is my brother's wife. And Judy was around uh, during my dad's passing in 2013. And it was in January of 2013, <clears throat> so 10 years ago. And she had a particularly interesting experience that we thought we would run by Mary Beckman today to get her take on it. So Judy, you're up. Okay. Um, hi, Mary. Uh, so I won't consider myself an intuitive person, but this was such an experience that, and I talk about it a lot. And every time I talk about it, people are like, wow, that is really strange. But anyway, here it goes. So it was the 
it's a two-part story. Um, it was the evening of my father-in-law's funeral. And my husband uh, said, let's go back to my dad's house. I want to take care of a few things. And, and we did. It was late. Um, and uh, he was upstairs. He, my father-in-law had a, a two, three-story house. And I was down into the in the family room, and I was laying down on the sofa. My husband was upstairs. And all of a sudden, he comes down, and he says, why did you call me from the house phone? And I said, I didn't. He said, well, look. He said, my, my dad's contact, his name came, comes up on my cell phone. And I said, why would I do that? I would have just called you from downstairs. So that was the first experience. And I'm like, this is so weird because if I didn't do it, who did? So that was the first experience. Well, we stayed overnight at my father-in-law's home. We stayed in his bed. And then the next morning woke up and I was woke up and I said, good morning, dad. If you're there, show me a sign. And I was kind of half kidding, but I'd said it anyway. And I got up, went to go make coffee in his kitchen. I opened the refrigerator door and I feel something on my foot. I looked and it was his sock. It kind of like came from nowhere. And I was like, this is not a coincidence. There's two things that just happened. I mean, one last night, which was very, very strange um, and freaky. And the next morning, I get a sock on my foot. And mm -hmm. I, I'm assuming that was his sign. I can't imagine yeah, it was, was something else. No, what he was saying is socks to be you. I'm feeling great over here. So dad is... Um, really uh brainy but he's learned to be really hearty over there first thing he comes in he slides right in he goes he's like real heart now he's learning um so you're you personally judy are walk are beginning to walk into some more light you're expanding big time so you and your husband were feeling that feeling of grief on that day he was saying hi so easily can they do stuff like uh, turn lights on, make phones go, turn TVs on. My my mom turned on the jukebox at my dad's house. All kinds of stuff like that. He's saying hi, but that sucks to be you. He's the one who put that in my brain. It was like, I'm over here doing great. You guys are over in the lower density. <laughs> so I hope you I hope you received that as the joke he told me. Um, but he's saying, man, I, I was real brainy. Uh, now I'm real hardy. So do you want to say anything else, dad? Um, dad looking good. Um, uh, husband, uh, bro to Suzanne looking pretty good. His energy's beating yours by now, except now, Judy, hearing that your energy's going up. So do you have something to ask dad? He's right here. Well, first of all, I want to make sure that he's doing well. And I want him to know that we're doing well. And we miss him a lot. He, he absolutely knows. He just meant he was making that funny little joke where where I'm over here and it's really nice. So, Dad, can you say? Um, so many. Oh, this is so interesting. So many beautiful words on earth as it is here in heaven. Words are still important to me. Um, he says you can. Uh, swing out the fishing line and call in what you need now. 
Um, he's showing me water, a lot of water, uh, warm environment. Um, he was quick. Uh, once he, once he did pass, he, he was just slightly in that one little holding area. It looks like, and then over and I call it general population. Mm-hmm. He's just, um, he is beautiful, but he's shown me book, book, book. What's about the book. So Holy one, uh, is she going to, uh, understand some, is that coming up? Okay. So just open up your heart and mind and understanding every once in a while, you're going to read something mm-hmm. and you're going to go, Oh, and it's going to be, he gave that to you. So he's still trying to communicate. So little things, sparklies, he's big on sparkles. Um, he, uh, birds, feathers, that sort of thing. Um, but does any of that make any sense to you or Suzanne or Gary? Um, I think with the water and the warmth that definitely, because my husband and I are kind of transitioning into retirement. Uh And so, um, we currently live in the Midwest where it's cold, obviously. Mm-hmm. And, and now we're also spending a lot of time in where it's very warm. So I think he's he's seeing that. And it's happening. Okay. And he's also saying, so uh, am I reading that? Am I reading that right there? He keeps showing me the road, the path you walk. Make sure that any type of control or going back to any old behaviors and thoughts are just done. You're not going to get anywhere that way, he says. So old behaviors are all often things you learned in childhood or within society or within um, structures, different things. That's done, he says. You're going to go right to your heart. It's the only way. You guys are some thinkers, and he was a thinker. It, it All you need that thinky for is you're reading a recipe. You're done in the think, think. Okay, so anything else, sir? Oh, my gosh. Did he? Did he ha- did he learn to have a sense of humor? Or did he have a sense of humor? He had no, a he sense had of humor. humor. Yeah, because um, he just mooned me, and he says the moon is going to be really big right now. He <laughs> showed me the moon, um, and I thank you, sir. You're the only one who's ever mooned me in my entire career. Um, so, what is it about this moon? So big, so transformative. Um, new stuff is coming for everybody. Please don't overthink, <clears throat> Suzanne. <clears throat> uh, don't overthink. Thank you, say, um, please just don't overthink. You're just going to walk into the peace, walk into the peace. Um, and the peace comes from all directions. So he's showing me Buddha. He's showing me um, Mahatma Gandhi. He's showing me uh, Master Yeshua, um, Muhammad. Uh, nothing but light, 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 light and geometry. So here's the deal. He's saying all of that's valid. All thoughts, all beliefs, all paths are valid. Uh, Walk into the light as that is where all the information is. Now he's talking information, uh, uh, sacred geometry. I see Mr. Tesla. He's um, showing me, uh, oh, he's showing me my stuff. Oh my gosh, he just lit me up. I'm just, oh, he is so cool. What's, um, what is dad's name? Ray. Uh, God bless you, Ray. Ray of light today. Thank you so much. Um, he's having fun chatting with my dad now, and he brings through uh, Judy, uh, a grandma. Okay, so uh, so is this Judy's grandma? Yeah, so your own grandma, Judy. Okay, so uh, is this grandma or great grandma? Is this grandma? Is this mom's side, dad's side? Okay, so she's telling you something that is, um, she wants you to give up something heavy that's been on your heart. So are you willing, Judy? Oh, I'm willing. 
Okay. Now, did you ever know her? Um, I did both my oh. grandmothers. I have two, okay. I have two grandmothers. Okay. So she's asking you to do something. So can you close your eyes for a second? So hearing from dad, uh, uh dad in law is transformative to you. Your energy just went up a ton. Okay. So let me see if we can prepare you. So just stand in a selenite bowl. It's a white crystal bowl, please. Big as a house. So does she need one, two, three grandma? Does she need one, two, three grandma? Does she need one? Uh-oh. So you're thinking about something. So just shake your head. Yes. Are you a thinker, thinker, overthinker? Okay. So you know, that's not going to work in 23. So your job is to let that go. So I'm going to give you the one called mental malware. Clear. Now call your power back. Say, I call my, oh, don't open your eyes. Call my, so you're thinking, see? So say, I call my power back. I call my power there back. There you go. Okay. And now let go of a bunch of rocks you're holding on to. And then feel me ground the heck out of you as you ground. So ground, 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 ground. Let those grounding cords, you're just a tree. You're a tree in that bowl and you're letting them go down, down into the earth, all the way down, 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 down. Now, let me look at your energy now. Now, just say yes or no, as I was giving you a hard time about being a thinker. Um, say yes or no. Do you feel different? I do. Awesome. So does she need grandma and uh, father-in-law? Does she need another code? Yeah, you just need one more. Is it one? Is it two? Is it three? Is it one? Is it two? Is it three? Is it one? Is it two? DNA. All right. Now you may feel your body uh, elongate and also uh, kind of get bigger to the side to side. Can you feel any of that? You're just going to feel a little floaty. You got that? Yep. Well done. Okay. Do not open your eyes. So at this moment, say, I call into unity. I call into unity. My body, mind, spirit, and emotions. My body, mind, spirit, and emotion. Oh, you were out of your body. Okay. Open your eyeballs. Tell me how you feel. Tingly. Thank you, Grandma. Thank you, Father-in-law. God bless you, Ray. Ray of light. Thank All you, right. Pops. Well done. Thank Ooh, you. look at you. Look at you go. Those <laughs> at home can't see her go, but she's going. <laughs> Thank you. Welcome. Thank you, Mary. That's uh, far more than what I anticipated for that little story about the sock. And what's great is this is a demonstration of how Mary Beckman does her work. Absolutely. And uh, again, I want to make sure we give this out again before the end of the hour. If you want to contact Mary Beckman at marybeckman.com, M-A-R-I Beckman.com. And that is a great demonstration of how it is that Mary works. And if you want to be part of the class, you've got um, the uh, the psychic class for $11.11. And if people want to do that, they should contact you for that as well. Thank God you're not one of those people asking for $19 a month and here's an armband. Oh, Lord. Well, you know, the thing is, is the, the Art of Your Energy classes are coming up, Art 1 and Art 2. And um, they cost more than $11.11. But to me, it's nominal because it takes a while to change people's energy enough to to give them those codes into their body, then they can code everybody else. And it's good to go. It's Reiki like in that way, but it is not Reiki. So those are coming up too in February. I forget the dates, but they're coming up both art one and art two. I give classes of all prices and I also um, do personal readings, but, but it's really important to me that people can afford. It really is. I've, I've had people say, I'll trade you some crystals. I'm, I'm all over that. 
<laughs> but seriously now it's important because some people are like boy is that going to cost you a lot and i just don't think that's that's not what i want to do mary we we hear a lot about the age of aquarius and from the discussions we've had with some astrologers what they have said is it's not a light switch that's uh, off one day and on the next day, that this takes years to occur and it has been occurring for years and that uh, we we are moving into that age where we will likely be uh, more in it in 23 and 24 than we we have been. What is, what is your sense about what does that mean to be in the age of Aquarius. Cause I remember being a, a young hippie teen and singing the songs that uh, went with the age of Aquarius. It's supposed to be peace and love. Do you have any sense for yourself in working with the, uh, the light codes and the healing that we are moving to a better place or does it still look like a lot of duality to you? Um, we're, there's going to be a little bit of, uh, for, uh, you know, the thing is, is I love people who said totally done. And then other people are saying it's going to take a long time. We're going to have to go through this and that and this and that. I kind of am somewhere in the middle. I actually speak to my guides about that. So what the holies have said is that it's a divine right for peace for everybody. It's your divine right for peace. So if you have people around you that are not peaceful, they're harming you. It's your divine right to say, I release you out of my life. It's your divine right to get a different job that supports you so that you can you can support yourself, seriously. And there's a clear opening for great change right now. And so be part of that. So they've told us a long time ago, walk that middle path like the Buddha says. So people on the other side, they're going different directions. It's like one of those moving, moving uh, things at the airport, right? You want to stay right in the middle, right in the middle. So watch your social media. Turn that TV off, okay? Because all of that is, they don't call it TV programs for nothing. That is programming you. That news is about money. So when you take yourself out of that and you, because if something happens that you need to know, somebody's going to tell you, seriously, don't worry about it. So there's no more, uh, so one of my guides told me today, I wrote it down. He says, it's no more taking a breadstick for yourself and holding that breadstick in case something happens, right? You Crack the breadstick in, in half and share. This is about share. And this is also right now, 23, it's about community. Because I do my best work in my little group. It, I really do. That and acupuncture. I always have the visions of acupuncture. But seriously, that I mean, now is the time. In this age of Aquarius, long time. This is where all the new arts coming in, all the new technologies coming in, all the incredible stuff that we've, we've helped for. So old time medical is out the door. That's broken. Mm. A lot of old stuff broken broken so it's going to come back better faster it's like steve austin six million dollar man <laughs> you know and so yeah. uh and, and the last thing i want to say about that is us og healers we're stepping back a little bit because i, I was listening to tim wilde he's talking about the golden robe of lord katumi long time ago we said yeah i'm all over that we took the golden robe we said we will serve we will serve and so we wore ourselves down to a nub serving and helping and so he says, you can give that golden robe, but I, I couldn't take that puppy off quick enough. I gave it right back because I know what it is about now is my good stuff that I'm going to be able to share is going to come in in peace and ease, peace and ease, time to get up off your knees. Come on. 
And so the, the new healers, the young people, people are just waking up. They're going to take that golden robe and they're going to rock it. Because my, my guide chief self, he said, we drank the liquor so they can drink the lemonade. And that is absolutely right. Somebody once said to me that, you know, when we've done things the hard way, we kind of resent people who come along and, and use what we did the hard way to do it a whole lot easier. And, and I get that, that, you know, with age, some of that does happen. Why do you have it so easy? I did it the hard way, but Mm -hmm. you know, I would like things to be easier for everybody. And I look for those little optimistic things that are occurring where people are helping other people where, you know, neighbors are being more neighborly and you can call on your, your friends to, uh, in time of need. I, you sound a little optimistic to me and, you know, essentially Mary, I feel I'm an optimist as well. So I like what you're saying about, you know, what we can look for, but that doesn't mean that the other stuff isn't there. It's just like, don't, don't give it your attention. Yeah. It's, it's just, don't give it your attention because if you do, it grows. If you've ever started thinking, "Uh Oh, the bathroom scale says this, that might tank your day. So when I realized looking in the mirror, that one side of my face looks way younger than the other side of my face, I know miracles are possible. So 23, we're starting to see the miracles. Like the thing I saw the other day, I don't know if I have time for, do I have time for two seconds to tell you or two minutes to tell you that you have exactly two minutes. Okay, I'm going to say it quick. So I had my class last Sunday. I went somewhere, came back home, went to let the Chihuahuas out to potty. We go outside on my porch. I have a metal roof. Chihuahuas are just sitting there. They're thinking, I don't want to get my feet wet. I looked to my left and I saw the biggest bird, as big as a sofa, coming on in. Eyeballs right in. It was a white hawk with a little bit of black on it. Coming right in, right in. Had me eyeball the eyeball about 10 feet away. It finally pulls up. I looked down at the Chihuahuas. They're still standing there looking at me. We go inside. I said, don't potty on the floor. I'll be back. I go to my my office and I tuned in and I said, holy ones, what's that's about? So I looked up the hawk. Okay. So I found a picture of him. So there is a hawk around here. It's not those really brilliant white ones with the black. That's not from around here. A Pacific Northwest hawk. And I've been seeing hawks a lot for prosperity. So I, I twigged to it. I went, oh my goodness, that has got to be Chief White Hawk. Where are you from? I look him up. He's from the Dakota. So that's where some of my family guides are. He was also from Idaho, again, perfect for me, but this is this is the holy one from the Dakotas. So he gives me the message. He says, great, prosperity is coming. You're going to soar, which I don't know what prosperity means to me because I have what I need. I, I'm not looking for, you know, specifics. I'm looking for, can my abilities grow to help others? That's my service. Can I help others in my ability without taking myself down to the ground, down to the dirt? I could have reached out and touched him and petted his feathers. That was the most incredibly intense etheric experience ever. It looked like one of my dogs. So oh, to I me, yeah. all day, cool stuff. For years now, it's been explained to me that the root meaning of the word prosperity is to move forward in joy. And the thing I like most about that is you can live joyfully independent of your place in the socioeconomic stratosphere. Whatever rung you're on, you can still live joyfully. Good to be rich, better to be happy. Thank you so much, Thank Mary Beckman. Always a joy when you join us. God bless the three of you and everybody listening. Thank you, Mary. And join us next Friday at 10 a.m. In the meantime, Gary. 
We hope this is not only the start of a great weekend for you, but also a great week ahead. Thank you.